to the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm your host, Casey, and today I am joined by my two very wonderful co hosts, Jess and Carrie. Hi. So we are really excited, and I've been really wanting to do another one of these episodes, you guys, for the longest time. Um, I think, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before. Caroline and Rachel did a movie pitch episode where we came up with these different movies we pitched them to each other and then we basically voted which one would advance to the next round nice. and it was so fun and I've been wanting to do another one and so how many and are. you did like kind of the same theme like or the same thing like three movies yes. or oh that is so fun but just the three of you voted this time or last time yeah the three of us voted last time and then we had Amber as our tiebreaker Oh, but good. This time I was like, let's switch it up because it was a little hard voting with there's three. That's why we needed a tiebreaker. So we opened it up to our patron group to vote on our pitches. So <laughs> that was super fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know who's won each round, but I do not know who has won the overall. So it's going to be an exciting time for us tonight. <laughs> That is so great. I didn't know you didn't look. Okay, so we all will be surprised. This will be awesome. We'll all be surprised. Yes. So round one, and let me just preface by saying we each pitched three movies, but one had to be a Christmas movie. Yes. So and how did we like what was our inspiration for this? You want to tell people that? Like it was okay. Oh yes. Yes, yes. Sorry, there was a theme. These movies are pitches based on song titles because lately Hallmark's been doing a lot of song title movies like Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Chasing Waterfalls, except that was weird, but okay. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We just kind of noticed this theme of, wait, that's a song title. Wait, that's a song Mm -hmm. title. And so... Casey was like, well, let's let's pitch movies based on song titles yeah. and they can inspire the the song can inspire the movie or not. It just, you, you know, you can just have this song title. And um, <laughs> it was like a really fun twist, really, to, to pitch them based on songs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Y'all ready for round one? Yes. Bring OK. It. Round one. Now, this one was interesting because <laughs> all three of our songs had the word heart in it. Yeah. So that's kind of why I lumped them together. I was just like, oh, hearts. Um, but the first pitch is young at heart. So yes. Okay. So I was inspired by the oldies and um specifically Frank Sinatra. It was a favorite of mine. I just love his songs. They're they're fun and lighthearted, but they're also kind of they they emote, you know, and they um they have just a they kind of get my imagination going. And with Young at Heart, you know, it's this song all about, um, you know, love has no age limit type of thing. And and I thought that was really intriguing to me to have more of a, a winter romance as far as like the winter season of your life. So I did place this movie though in like Winterfest because, <laughs> because it was like the winter season of your life. So these two, um, I don't want to say, older because you know I think we all go geriatric when we when I say older but so it's not older but it is you know 
I don't know, maybe, maybe fifties, maybe, maybe early sixties and to where they can have adult children because then the adult children come in oh. at the end. But let me read my synopsis okay. of Young at Heart for um, everyone to, to listen. This is my movie pitch, Young at Heart. Mountain cabin neighbors, Meg and Jack, never could see eye to eye and avoid each other at all costs. But when Meg finds Jack injured from a wood chopping accident right before a big snowstorm, she reluctantly allows him to stay at her place while they wait for family to come to the rescue. A truce is called over cocoa and s'mores and a tender romance is on its way until they watch history repeat itself when his stubborn daughter and her serious son arrive and butt heads at every turn. Meg and Jack team up to play matchmaker, and the four of them find that love is a great adventure if you truly are young at heart. Oh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> okay, though, so before we go any further, I have to ask the first question that came to my mind was the wood chopping part deliberate as part of our like overall Hallmarkies joke about Hallmark men wood chopping? <laughs> of course it was, of course. I was like, I loved it. How, I loved it. How do you I get me on the wood chopping? <laughs> in one of these movies, I I was determined, and so yeah, I mean, dangerous up there in the mountains, and oh, you're yeah. wood chopping before a snowstorm, and you know he gets injured somehow. I kind of didn't work out those details in my head, but she finds him and is like, you can't stay by yourself alone in a snowstorm. You know, family's on its way, and she's like you know, resentful that she has to be this caretaker here to this neighbor she's never gotten along with. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally don't see eye to eye. But then we get cozy, we get, you know, the snowstorm, the fire, the cocoa, the um, a chance to just kind of actually talk, I think. Mm -hmm. And so just actually have a conversation and see each other in a different light and mm -hmm. yeah, kind of start to fall in love. So uh, I like the matchmaker part of yeah. it. I think that's a super fun twist. Yeah. So that's fine. I would like to know who would you cast? Okay. So I just love Barbara Niven. I think she is she's awesome. I think she always plays like this really supportive mom or aunt or someone. And I was like, I want to see her fall in love and I want to see her fall in love at, at the age she is and with someone um you know a peer mm -hmm. with her but I had a hard time finding like this peer a, a leading man that I wanted her to fall in love with so I wondered in my dream world if Dennis Quaid would ever come <gasps> in and Ooh. do a Hallmark <laughs> movie <laughs> thinking big he's big but you know what he is doing some of these really just tender movies these days mm -hmm. and yeah. on Netflix or whatever so I was yeah. like, ooh, that could be fun. That could but be fun. I need your help casting the son, the adult son. He's a serious son and, and the stubborn daughter. I kind of like am at a stalemate here with my ideas. Mm -hmm. I, Robert Buckley, but he's more like comedic. Maybe. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. Ooh, let me think here. Serious son. Serious son, stubborn daughter. I mean, I was thinking, I checked of all of their ages, of course, on IMDb. Like, could this actually <laughs> be a son and a daughter to these people? And um, I was thinking Bethany Joy Lentz, um, mm, maybe. Okay. I could Buckley. see Bethany Joy Lentz and Chris McNally. Ooh, yeah. He plays a serious character well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking Ryan Pavey. 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's very serious. He can be very serious. <laughs> now these two, these two, because it's called young at heart, they're younger, but they have like that older kind of narrow-minded, stubborn nature. So they have mm-hmm. to loosen up, you know, as the movie goes. But yeah. you know who could be fun playing the dad? Who? The first person I thought of was Steve Martin. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> <laughs> like Barbara does such a good job being like, she can be like the really fun person. She can also be like the very like serious a straight mother, person. Straight type of thing. person. Yeah. yeah, like when she was in <laughs> Love on the Menu as that corporate um boss lady and she was just yes. so like uptight and stuff yeah opposite Steve Martin who's like <laughs> I love that that could be fun I love that I think that's cool yeah so so that's kind of my um my idea just some like you said they come together to match make for their own children even which I was like <laughs> could that be weird and I was like no no that's fine yeah but that's kind of fun. super fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our next movie is Listen to Your Heart. All right. So I have to preface this one by saying I wrote this synopsis. I came up with this idea before I saw Sweet Carolina and yes. clearly <laughs> we did not pay attention to the preview that, I mean, I had seen some previews, but I really didn't pay attention clearly because I basically wrote the plot to Sweet Carolina. <laughs> well the funny thing is none of the patrons mentioned anything either like know, you would think that they would comment me. like hey one of those sounds really familiar you might want to fact check but I didn't know yeah well <laughs> I think there were aspects of that movie and all the previews we were seeing for it that we didn't necessarily understand who Tyler was right like we didn't know he was a school teacher yeah yeah, I would agree. Yeah, because the more I, I saw, I was like, oh gosh, this is exactly <laughs> what I wrote. So read us your synopsis. What, yeah. what did I'll you read I'll read the synopsis, yeah. And let me just say too, like, you know, a lot of Hallmark recycles, a lot of storylines. When I was reading your um, synopsis about the guardian and the niece and nephew, the first thing I thought of was raising Helen as kind <laughs> right. of like, you know, yeah. that baseline or whatever. So it's not like I didn't think there was any plagiarism here. No, no, me neither. Me yeah, neither. I think I was more actually probably inspired from uh, No Reservations because I really like that movie and I really like that the guardianship angle. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. here's here's the summary. Elaine Baxter seemingly has it all. She recently got promoted, has a stable boyfriend and a great best friend. After a devastating accident, Elaine becomes the guardian of her niece and nephew, Lily and Carson. Her boyfriend did not sign up for an instant family and checks out. At a loss, Elaine turns to childhood friend and second grade teacher Wyatt Miller for support when the kids begin acting out. <laughs> As the two work together to battle heartache and bring healing, they begin to see each other in a new light. See, that's such a classic storyline. It's so good, though. <laughs> it's also exactly the movie. However, there are two things that I think I kind of envisioned differently from the movie. First, the two never had a relationship. Like they were young childhood friends, like grade school. Yeah. And they never had a romantic relationship. No, no. Um, and I also envisioned the kids younger than uh, Sweet Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thinking yeah. more like tantrums kind of acting out than. Because <laughs> they're y- younger kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second grade. Yeah. 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 So we can add a little bit of kindergarten cop in there. There yeah. you go. <laughs> 
so so tell me the um inspiration the song inspiration you kind of had an 80s theme I had an oh. 80s theme so I just started looking at songs and I really like some of the 80s ones I was finding so all these are either in the 80s or like just outside of the margins for mm-hmm. the 80s and this one um I don't know if I really used the song itself like I didn't even read lyrics like you did I just kind of went from the title and like what does this kind of make me think of and yeah. I don't know this one being a more heartwarming story heartfelt story listen to your heart kind of seemed to go with that theme yeah yeah totally I love that I love that song. It's fun. I wish we could play them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Copyright. Right. Yeah. If only. So obviously you probably weren't going to cast Tyler or Lacey in this no. one. <laughs> I at least didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who were you thinking about casting? I casted Alvina August and Niall Mater. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Good oh, pairing. That is. Ooh. Ooh, I, I'm digging this. Yes. <laughs> that was yes. probably the hardest part, I think, was casting people. I was like trying to like think of all these people in homework and like, mm-hmm. who can I see in this? Who can I see in this? I'm like, I think Niall could bring some of the comedy from the teacher. Mm-hmm. And Alvina's maybe feeling a little bit more of a serious character. And you know, mm-hmm. she's new to Hallmark, and I'm like, I liked her. I want to see her again. So yeah. 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 Good. Good choices. Yeah, yeah. Good choices. Good choices. Yeah. All righty. So I guess it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> so mine was Total Eclipse of the Heart. And I'll be honest with you, I thought of the story before I thought of the song. And I really <laughs> wanted to write about uh, Mardi Gras and Ma- Moon Pies. Eclipse, Moon. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I got <laughs> I it. The connection. I got it. <laughs> it's such a stretch, you guys. <laughs> It's such a stretch, but I just really wanted to work that in there. So um, total eclipse of the heart. When Angelique inherits her great aunt's bakery, the eclipse in small town, Louisiana, she's surprised to find that her childhood nemesis Ty is the lawyer handling her great aunt's assets. The Eclipse Bakery is famous for their very popular moon pies, which are featured at the Mardi Gras festivals and parades. However, no one can find the recipe, and Angelique is determined to uphold her great aunt's record of winnings. Can uptight Ty and Carefree Angelique put aside their differences to uphold their great aunt's legacy? So a few things I had left out because my original synopsis was like <laughs> very long. <laughs> very, 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 very long is that um they are really butting heads. They're really at odds. It's really like the enemy to lover relationship there. Uh, my favorite trope. Yes, our favorite <laughs> trope. Um, and like the, the, I wanted to throw a festival in there. I wanted to throw Mardi Gras in there because that's a very nuanced holiday that's only celebrated really down here in the South. Mm-hmm. So I really, I was like, well, I got to kind of throw that in here too. Um, and I don't know, I just think that a fun, like, butting heads storyline could really enhance some of, like, them working together. And, like, I felt that they could butt heads over the assets, and mm-hmm. she's trying to do it her way. He's trying to rein her in. She's like, no. And he's like, yes, this is the law. <laughs> this is what it says. And then just so happens that there's a missing recipe because Ooh, a little mystery in there you gotta find it i don't know maybe the great aunt knew she's like i'm gonna get these two together 
I'm gonna her make, plan I'm gonna hide along. it. Yeah, it's her plan all along. I'm gonna hide it so that they can find it and fall in love. It's like unlocking Christmas, except let's deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, but um, but yeah, that was kind of my my thoughts with that. Love that. I love it. I do love a good festival. That's really, it's a happy thing. It's, you know, something you're a deadline you're working towards. You got to find this recipe to do these moon pies for the festival. Yeah. That always works in a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love the enemies or not. Yeah. Enemies to, yeah. to lovers. <laughs> I was going to say enemies. Yeah. Enemies to lovers. I mean, I just think that's, you know, cause that passion, why are you so, why are you enemies because you actually have this passion between you and it can turn into why are you so stubborn also I love you yeah also I hate you also yeah yeah, it's like the maybe this one should have been like never ever getting back together yeah Taylor Swift Swift here (laughs) yes so who would you cast in your movie yes so I was thinking um what's his name I had to look it up real quick just to make sure I said his name right uh Damon Wyans Jr. He did. He was in Love Guaranteed with um, Rachel Lee Cook. Oh my goodness! I, I love him. He is also in like multiple TV New Girl. Shows. He's yes. in <laughs> Happy Endings. Yes. yes, yes, he's he is great. Okay, you would I, probably recognize him, Jess, if you looked him up. But yeah. Love Guaranteed was really really good this past. Okay, keep um, talking. I'm gonna look it up. Yes, <laughs> I. I, I loved him in that movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I'd seen him before in other things, really. Like, I was I don't know that I was paying that much attention, or maybe mm-hmm. I just don't watch those other things that he's been in. But when I saw yeah. Love Guaranteed with him and Rachel Lee Cook, I was like, hello. I know. <laughs> they had good chemistry. And, yeah. They had such good chemistry. So I imagined him for the guy. And then for the girl, I was thinking maybe, like, Julie Gonzalo. Oh, yeah. I feel like they can like yeah. have some really good chemistry there and stuff. So nice, very nice. Yeah, I agree. So the winner of this round was <laughs> Young at Heart. The wood chopping movie. The wood chopping movie. <laughs> <laughs> Young at Heart. The winter fest, winter romance, but then also the younger romance comes in. I mean, I don't have a huge conflict in this movie, except it's just like kind of personality things, but mm-hmm. I'd love to watch this movie. Yeah. I think it'd be great. <laughs> Super fine. All right. Y'all ready for round two? Yeah. Ready. Round two starts off with you are the music in me. That's mine. (laughs) 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 Okay, you guys. I am unashamedly a high school musical fan. Yes, I'm going to be 31 in a few weeks. Actually, like at the end of the month. And I still love high school musical. Don't hate, okay? Um, (laughs) So classic. I have always loved this song. I I just, I think it's so beautiful. Even mm-hmm. though it's for Disney, like it's a decom movie, like it's a Disney kids movie, but I just, mm-hmm. there's just something about this song. So after the tragic accident of his late wife, singer and songwriter Brady Light walks away from it all and focuses on his role as an EMT. Music died the day his wife did, but years later when his childhood friend and childhood singing partner Sarah Faye returns home, instant sparks fly. 
When things start getting too serious, Brady takes a step back, afraid of his feelings. Will Brady open his heart to Sarah and find a way to bring music back into his life? <laughs> I think <I'm>, so. <laughs> uh, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I just really imagine like a Hallmark Hall of Famer type of movie. Like music's really a thing. I, mm-hmm. Sound of Music, but Modern was kind of an inspiration for this one too. Because mm-hmm. um, I love the Sound of Music as Jess knows because we talked about that a little bit earlier. um and so I I don't know I just I really wanted to do a a, one with some music in it and um I think there's going to be a lot of like hidden things like they're really afraid to get vulnerable with each other and I think through the movie as things just happen the script's not written so I don't have all these details (laughs) like things just become unlayered you know until there's a moment where he has to come to grips with like like what his future has for him Mm -hmm. and I really wanted this movie to come from his perspective because a lot of the Hallmark movies are coming from the girl's perspective Mm -hmm. I really wanted it from the guy's perspective good idea that's fun yeah Mm -hmm. and if this movie doesn't make people cry then I'm gonna be really disappointed (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally like this is already written (laughs) I should just write this crying in Hallmark movies don't you (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 That means it was a good one to you. Okay. Exactly. That's good. That's good. So, what do you, what do you think? Um, music and me. I mean, what season is this coming out in? What What are you writing it for? Ooh, I think fall, changing sure. season. I Ooh. think that could be like Tying the underlying the theme. theme. You know. Yeah. I see the leaves. Yeah. That's know? good. Yeah. That's good. Kind of like a fall music fest. You know, I could dig that. I could dig that. I originally had it as like some like hospital gala, but you know, we could do a music fest too. <laughs> <laughs> music fest at the hospital gala. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All good. Yeah. You're raising money for a good cause. Exactly. Exactly. Win, win. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say cast. Drink okay. Cast. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> um, so I have the guy. I don't have a girl because okay. I don't know who all sings. On it. But I'll be honest with you. When I thought when I thought this one, like when I was it, like coming up with this in my brain, the first person I thought of was Kevin McGarry. Because oh, <laughs> he yes. does sing with his guitar. And I just love a good Kevin movie. Um, and I did see a movie with him as a singer. Now the movie wasn't that good. And I feel like I can say that because it wasn't a Hallmark movie. His singing <laughs> was great. Um, the movie itself was. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but I thought like, of him. Yeah. He needs to be in a better singing movie to showcase who, exactly. how he can sing and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Hmm, so a female. I mean, Laura. Remember um, Laura Osnes? <gasps> oh! Oh! It would be fun. Done. Sold. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> She's got a it. beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she does. I, I saw her live. Um, and it's Disney? just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you I don't even like that? Disney. <laughs> like, I'm not a Disney girl. <laughs> I went to a bro- I went to a Broadway princess party. <laughs> yes to hear Laura Osnes 
That's awesome. I bet she was wonderful. And it was worth it. I'm good. Even though I'm not like into the princess thing, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, Laura Osnes would really work because part of the storyline is that she had um, the girl was on Broadway for a time. (gasps) There you go. She had really just like as a younger girl, like when she was Mm -hmm. out of high school and Mm -hmm. she was like in her young twenties. But she had really just like was stretching her voice too much and the doctors were telling her like you can't sing anymore and Mm -hmm. that was just like such a devastating thing to her Mm -hmm. um and so that was like also kind of part of the storyline too so both of them have reasons for them not really well him like definitely not singing her is more like not really singing so um I feel like that could be beautiful yeah that could be fun that could be great I should just write it makes me all happy (laughs) All right. The next movie is Come Fly With Me. Come Fly With Me. That's mine. My second one. Um, Also a Frank Sinatra song. And I will just jump right into the pitch here. Okay. Nursing a broken heart. Gabriella takes a long overdue vacation to visit her grandfather's resort in Acapulco Bay, Mexico. Not having been there in a while, she doesn't recognize the new resort owner as the childhood friend she spent many happy summers with growing up. Hurt and cynical, Gabby is very different from the carefree girl he once knew. Mateo makes it his mission to give her a vacation to remember by recreating old memories and encouraging new feelings. Can Gabby and Mateo find a place for each other in their real lives and make this dream vacation last a lifetime? can they I mean can they <laughs> so so this is my destination movie and we are going down to Mexico and it is this resort that her grandfather owned and she went down and visited many times over the summer with her family well she hasn't been there in a while obviously like I said and um and so this childhood friend that she had there you know now is is the owner. So, um, but she comes, she comes down and she is like, you know, heartbroken and all of that. And so this song was a great inspiration for me in one, a couple of reasons. One, it's such a happy song where you kind of say like, Hey, let's get a new perspective. Like, Hey, I see you're low. Let me help you. Like, come fly with me. Let's do something. Let's go somewhere. Um, do you want to go here? You want to go here? I mean, it's just like this. You can see this friend standing by another friend who just needs a a perspective change. So that's kind of the inspiration there behind this friendship, because when they were kids, they weren't romantic, you know? And Mm -hmm. so this is a friends to lovers trope type of thing. Now that they're adults and they see each other again and they recreate these old memories that they had, like, oh, remember we used to go here and stuff. I'm kind of thinking like, like a Mexican you know, Mexican culture and, and a village and dancing and just really just kind of, he reminds her of what is valuable in life, you know, and then she's just sees him with new eyes and he sees her with new eyes. So um, that is my, that is my friends to lovers trope, which I love. And I love a destination movie. Honestly, I don't love all the destination movies, but I do think they're really fun when you kind of like, like get me on the African safari or get me over there to Fiji or something. So I was like, yeah. let's go yeah. to Mexico. Yeah, there let's go. go. I think let's that that would be Mexico. Fun. Yeah. So um, that that is my movie pitch. Come fly with me. Okay. 
so actors. Yes, I actually, I was thinking Julie Gonzalo in this one as well. Okay. Only Julie's because- quite popular. Yeah, she's, <laughs> I just love her. I just think she's great. And she's just done such really good work. I think for Hallmark, she kind of ups the game to me in movies. She's, she's really, um, really good. So I was thinking her only because, now I wouldn't necessarily think of her as a Latina, but she did play- I, is she is she totally Latina and I just like missed it she like is. she she played um she had like a little bit of a an accent in the last Christmas movie that she did and um Jingle Bell Bride and um kind of really played into her heritage that way and that was the first time I had seen her do that to be honest so I was like well I, I would love to see her kind of lean into that more yeah no and she so maybe- was born in Argentina and immigrated here when she was a child yeah Oh yeah, I so I would love to see her lean into that and um and play opposite Nicholas Gonzalez, who I loved in Plain Cupid. Yeah, he was, oh. he was in Plain Cupid recently, and he knocked it out of the park for me. I was like, "What else is he in?" And can I buy this on Amazon? Prime? <laughs> I thought he was so awesome. So I just I would love to see these two play um opposite each other down in mexico that would be fun i could totally see that yeah yeah that would be fun yeah any other thoughts on that one i i didn't know if summertime is what i'm thinking (laughs) summertime okay that's my only thought (laughs) yeah my original thought as i was reading um as i was reading it i thought uh carlos pena vega Oh, yes. If you were to go young on the younger side, but yeah, I can I, totally see Julian. We can see, yeah, but I could totally see them doing that. I would love that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one Love is a Battlefield. All right. So this one I envisioned as a pilot to a mystery series. Now I haven't named the series itself because every name I came up with sounded really corny. Um, (laughs) But this one's Love is a Battlefield. And summary is Army veteran Connor Bradford has recently returned from overseas following an injury. He obtains work at a local cafe that employs veterans. Cafe owner Lucinda Lucy Gonzalez is quick to help Connor reintegrate to civilian life despite Connor's poor attitude. When several shops in the area are vandalized, including the cafe, Connor begins to open up and uses his army background to help sniff out the culprits. I love a good mystery. You know, I love, I love, love mysteries mystery. too. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to have a mystery theme one in here. I love that. So it's it wouldn't be a light type of mystery, light on the mystery. Would it be a total like Hallmark movies and mysteries, mystery movie light on the romance or I don't know I guess maybe like half and half okay (laughs) okay I don't want it to be as slow as some of the mystery series are yeah yes they're gonna have really great chemistry yes okay (laughs) so kind of I mean now this is probably a debatable thing so but kind of like Martha's Vineyard where they do have that great chemistry in the beginning and then by movie three is it they kiss (laughs) Yeah, I think right. that would be a good a good like, thing. Because, um, yeah, he's going to be, like, really, like, not on board at first because he's an independent army man and, like, he doesn't want handouts and he's, like, 
just giving her he's like a thorn in her side to begin with is how i envision this and she has like a connection with the military because her brother died in war so that's gonna be like why she employs veterans is like an like a tribute to her brother and i thought it also needs to be like a military dog somewhere i don't know how or why i want a dog in there yeah (laughs) i'm really leaning into my uh, vast knowledge of romantic suspense books in the Christian fiction world. They yes. do a military theme a lot. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm like tying that all in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe the dog can be like his um, companion mm-hmm. for PTSD and kind of helps him through some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it can also help with the crimes, you know? Right. It can be like out. a trained explosives dog, and now it helps sniff out other things, which is kind of why I threw the word sniff out the clothes I... in there. Oh, so that was so out. <laughs> you were thinking dog. That's totally why. That's so funny. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So, who would you cast? I casted Cameron Matheson and Marisol Nichols. Nice. Nice. That's Marisol. good. What? What is the last thing she's been in? Marisol. Uh, she was in um, the the Christmas movie with um, why am I blanking on the title with the I two know. little girls Holly and Ivy. Oh, she, she was their mom. Yes, oh, yes, oh. she was so good. She was so good. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. I That's loved her in that. Like, yeah, and I think her and Cameron are probably about the same age. So I think oh, they would pair really nicely. Mm-hmm. I didn't check, yeah. but I think yeah, yeah. And we just need more Cameron Mathis in a movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And he's already, you know, a pro at the mysteries. He was in Marty She Baked, so he's got I, this. I love exactly, exactly. All right, the winner for round two is um, it is you are the music in me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say this one was very much neck and neck. It was very close. So good job, everybody. Ooh. All right, now our last round is our Christmas themed round. Yay. And we're going to start off with Jess's because <laughs> let's just be for real. When she pitched this title, I was like, you know, you can go for whatever you want to go for. <laughs> well, I kind of pitched it as a joke and you're like, you can do it. I'm like, you know what? Challenge accepted. Challenge- <laughs> and you came up with a movie that when I read your synopsis, I was like, get this on my tv i want to see this movie right now <laughs> yeah well, when i read it i was like oh okay i can i can dig this it's kind not of not just a silly christmas movie or song anymore no no <laughs> i mean i feel like it was very much it's totally spoiling but very whimsical when i was reading it i felt very much like almost like santa was going to pop up somewhere but mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i did get into a little bit more of that yeah um the magic of christmas yeah 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 so yes i pitched grandma got ran over by a reindeer <laughs> <laughs> see if i can get through this with a straight face okay wildlife conservationist sarah tyler has not been home in five years while she's been traveling the globe when she gets a call that her beloved grandma is in the hospital due to a dislocated hip she journeys back home for christmas when she arrives her grandma claims she was run over by a pack of nine reindeer 
Knowing reindeer aren't native to the area, Sarah doesn't believe her grandma and suspects the town's mayor is exploiting her grandma's failing memory to bring in Christmas tourists. She teams up with handsome physical therapist Parker Jennings, an avid backpacker, to show her the terrain and help her search for the elusive reindeer. Together, the pair, with a little Christmas magic, might discover something even greater than reindeer. Uh, so fun! <laughs> I love that mayor twist, that villainous mayor that you can just see him like, you know, like taking advantage of Granny's uh, memory and um, just, you know, trying to bring in tourists and which it's like she really needs like help. Like she had this accident. What happened? And I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor was actually a last minute add in because at first I had just a single reindeer, but I'm like, no. And then I was like, well, then there needs to be a conflict. So I threw in this mayor idea, but then I'm like, there needs to be more of a Christmas angle. So I'm like, it needs to be nine reindeer because that's how many Santa has. <laughs> so we have to bring in the magic of, of Santa here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know who I picture for the mayor? The evil principal in that Eric Mabius movie. What is it? Um, Reading, writing, romance? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> he's so villainous. He's so yeah. sneaky. I don't, I don't remember who plays him, but I don't remember who yes, plays him either. But I agree. He is, he's evil. His character is. He does a good job. Well, Jess, I thought you did such a great job with coming up a synopsis for this wacky, weird <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. So who in your mind do you envision playing these roles? Well, for this one, I had to put my power couple forward. So this is my power couple. <gasps> and it is Tyler Hines and Nikki Deloche. Ooh, that's oh that's so care. fun yeah so i'm like i need i need the comedy i need i need them both together i almost put it with michael rady again i'm like no no we gotta do something fresh i flung my phone off yeah <laughs> <laughs> has she done a movie with tyler not that i know of no. not that i know of either not that i know of oh. and i could just see her like i could just picture her in the hospital room talking to her grandma and being like reindeer what right <laughs> i can see, i could totally see that pairing it would it would work so great especially with um tyler hines's ability to just be so chill about stuff yeah and he's got that rugged kind of appearance for yeah. the, the avid backpacker mm -hmm. angle so now it, is parker more of a skeptic is he kind of like pacifying her until something like happens and he's like oh no, he totally he totally believes it she's oh he believes it he's like oh yeah it was santa's reindeer <laughs> oh <laughs> he's got like the whole comedic thing like he's kind of teasing her about it yeah okay. but he also like totally believes it's true that's fun. okay i just haven't figured the ending out i know they're gonna find the reindeer but i don't i, I kind of want it to be like pearl in paradise where they find it but they keep it kind of like their secret so the magic lives on yeah yeah that's okay. good so I like is, that. Did you because, say this was set in Alaska? What? Did you say this was set in Alaska? Oh, no, I didn't say a location. Oh, okay. She just said where reindeer, reindeer aren't native, native to that area. So probably oh, so gonna be a lot more south. <laughs> like Wisconsin. <laughs> Carrie, what were you going to say? No, I, th I think I, I was um, just adding <laughs> to the commotion. <laughs> I think it works. I do too. I kind of need this to be a movie now because I know I really want to yeah, see the ending. Yeah, call me. <laughs> let's, let's get going on this. 
I know it started out as a joke, but now I'm like, I, this is my favorite one out of all three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> all right. The next one is mine. Um, again, I thought of the, the storyline before the title. Um, and I was going to change the title, but then I was like, I don't know. We'll just keep it. <laughs> but the title is Wrapped in Red. That's a Kelly Clarkson song. Um, and I love me some Kelly Clarkson. Um, and then this was kind of based on, um, it's like a Filipino comedy Christmas movie with a little bit of Romeo and Juliet kind of sprinkled in there a little bit of comedy a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of Christmas a little bit of the Grinch so mm-hmm. like everything wrapped in one movie um <laughs> oh <laughs> yes red the color red will probably be a thing in the movie because I don't know Filipinos have this thing for the color red not really sure why but they do so in the early 70s a mistake was made regarding the property line between the Taurus and the the Del Rosario family's ranches. The mayor of the town at the time deemed the Taurus family was the rightful owner of the acre, causing the Del Rosarios to hold a grudge against them. This fuels the feuding between the families. When Mark Del Rosario, the great-grandson of the original Del Rosario family, moves to his great-grandparents' home, he runs into Julianne Torres, not realizing who she is. They hit it off, but then are shocked to find out that Mark is a Del Rosario. Even worse, Julianne discovers that Mark is a Christmas Grinch. Julianne takes it upon herself to show Mark all of the Christmas traditions, while the two of them also scheme ways to make their families reconcile after the 50-year feud. So, I need to clarify some things here, because I can see people going like, well, how how would he not know? So, my thought was... Great grandparents have this big blow up, right? The grandparents, which would be the kids of the grandparents, are like, some of them are like, yes. Some of them are like, peace out. We don't want to be with this drama. So his grandparents were the ones that moved halfway across the country. They could be removed from the drama. He grows up on the East. This is all Mm. happening on the West. Family folklore from all sides of the families. Filipinos have big families, and sometimes the stories get a little twisted. And so he knows of the um, he knows of the feud, and for whatever reason that I haven't worked out, that's why he moves back home. Well, not back home, back to his great grandparents' property. Sees this girl, and that's when the Julia, the Romeo and Juliet thing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he doesn't know who she is, really, because it's like, this is like four generations down. Right, right. Yes. And I don't know, I can say this because I'm Filipino, but sometimes Filipinos get really crazy. <laughs> they just do. They get really crazy and really loud, and they can be really obnoxious sometimes, especially when there's like fighting and they're like, <laughs> so it can be very comical. Yeah. So I have that in there. And um, yeah, I also had the, um, what is that famous feuding family the um, Hatfields and the McCoys that was oh. also kind of an inspiration for this yep yeah so, I can see that yeah <laughs> that's my little uh my little pitch <laughs> <laughs> I love it I always think uh, a Shakespearean type of Romeo and Juliet is classic and you said to us earlier you were like well it's Hallmark and so there's Romeo and Juliet inspired without any of the death (laughs) (laughs) of the killing like it's like okay that not that kind of feuding (laughs) yes all happy endings here for for other channels (laughs) yes all happy endings (laughs) yes 
So who um, are you, who's in your mind for this ensemble? I mean, did you, how far did you cast in these big, these Yeah, we need all the generations cases. Oh gosh, the generations. I don't have uh, people for all the generations, (laughs) quite honestly. Um, I gotta say, gotta cast my girl, Donna Benedicto. Love. Because she's Filipino. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I feel like she could really do that comedy pretty well and just bring I feel like she can also bring the Filipino-ness to it too like Mm -hmm. and just I don't know I feel like she could um portray that on screen and just Mm -hmm. like really showcase our culture Mm -hmm. um so I had her and then for the guy uh, okay, so I just saw him in that one movie recently. Names are yep. failing me. Right in front, but... of right in front of me. Right in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Marco. I was that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Marco Grazzini. Um, and he's half, I believe. So I feel like that can also work too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a, that'd be another good reason for him to be a bit more removed from it. So it's like several generations down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, he's half, and so. His parents are probably just like eye rolling about this whole feud. Yeah. But like it's kind yeah. of, you know, when you live on the other side of a country, if you're on the East Coast, you don't really care about the drama that's going on the West Coast, especially when it happens like several years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I had the, those two like paired up and I feel like they could be super cute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they would be. That's fun. Wrapped in red. Wrapped in red. <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. All right. So our last song movie is Carrie's. Woohoo. So, okay. So this, I kind of played, it's a line from Joy to the World. So it's not Joy to the World, but the Christmas Carol um, has a great line, let heaven and nature sing. And so that's the title of my um, Christmas movie here. Now, Christmas Carol's Christmas songs are so meaningful and they're joyful and joy to the world. The song is what Christmas is all about. You know, I love that. And I personally, I think it's okay to say this. I personally am ready for a Hallmark Christmas movie to get back to church. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. Give me one. Give me one that <laughs> at least is one. back at church. You got yeah, 40. Give us one. Yeah. Yeah, it's so meaningful. And you don't even have to be a church goer for like the rest of the year and you still think, when when am I going to go to church like at Christmas you know because it's it, that's kind of what it's Christmas is all about so I am so ready so this this movie is like kind of kind of about that we're, we're going back to church and with a gospel choir so let me read you my uh, synopsis here of let heaven and nature sing okay 
One hit wonder, Devin, pauses her singing career to return to her childhood home before Christmas, where she hopes to get fresh inspiration. Instead, she finds the neighborhood has been hit with hard times and not many people have the means nor the desire to celebrate Christmas. Devin gets busy organizing a gospel choir at her father's church in effort to boost community morale and spread Christmas cheer. When her rental car breaks down outside the city, she meets Nick, a tree farmer, who agrees to donate Christmas trees to her neighbors in need and help with the gospel choir. Together, they remind the community of the priceless Christmas message of hope and joy to the world, no matter what you have lost. Okay. So Devin here obviously got her love of music and her start at her father's church, singing all these gospel musics, uh, music songs and um, Christmas songs and everything. And then she goes out and she tries to make it, but she's a one hit wonder. She like is, is kind of known for this one song, right? So when she comes back and she finds her neighborhood, so it's kind of an urban setting, a city setting is what I, what I picture. And it's a neighborhood and it's just been hit hard. Like I said, hit hard with hard times. And um, I kind of picture her having this moment with her dad, like, what is going on? Why didn't you tell me that things were so bad here? And, and he's like, no, we just wanted you to fly. You know, we wanted you to, to go and you represent all of us and we were cheering you on. And, but now that she knows that there's hard times and, um, you know, people financially have been hit and everything like she wants to do her part. So she does this, this gospel choir thing and gets kids off the streets and um, tries to cheer up the elderly and all of this stuff. So, so my thinking is she, you know, like no one is even buying or decorating trees. And so she goes out and she's going to get a tree for the church at this Christmas tree farm. But that's when her car stalls out. And so she like is rescued by the tree farmer and um, hears him sing somehow, I guess. <laughs> and then he's like intrigued and he's like, hey, I've got these old tree, you know, or not these old trees, but this, this part of the lot that like, you know, we just, we have extra trees. And so anyway, so I just kind of see them like bringing, bringing this chair, total musical numbers, like big, beautiful <laughs> musical numbers. And, um, uh, you know, like sister act without the running from the law type of thing. Like, did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's. Good. I mean, it's old. It's old, but like sister act two is such a great movie. And these kids, they sing like joyful, joyful. We adore you. And it's just beautiful and and inspiring and happy. And um, so anyway, big musical numbers, troubled teens who come out of their shell, a church who helps the community, you know, Christmas potluck, a plan moving forward. I kind of see like the end that she is not like, she's still going to be a songwriter, but she doesn't want to do it just for herself anymore. You know, mm -hmm. like she just, she's part of the community now. She sticks around. She does this gospel choir. She's still a songwriter, but not necessarily a performer. Mm -hmm. Maybe the gospel choir, you know, kind of gains yeah. some traction or something. <laughs> Nick does like this like tree lot now every year in the in the community and I don't know I just think it's great and we're, we're getting back to church and we are getting back to the community feel of what really matters at Christmas time yeah so. I like it I love that I love <laughs> that so really quick I wanted to sh just shout this out there kind of ask it more as a question to Jess wasn't Oliver's play in the Christmas, Oliver in Sign Seal Delivered, wasn't his play called Let Heaven and Nature Sing? 
remember. I want to say that's what it was because that, that's immediately what came to my mind <laughs> when I saw your title. Now, it's a great title. Maybe. I love the title. Yeah. I just, it needs to be a thing. Um, well, heaven and nature. I mean, nature, you have the tree farmer. <laughs> yeah, no, it totally I mean, works. I mean, it works. It, it totally, totally works. works. It works. It, does. it really does work. <laughs> so, okay. So who I was thinking of casting, I mean, they had to be singers, right? They had to be like performers. So I was thinking Shaylee Rose, which I, who I love. I loved her in um, My Best Friend's Bouquet. And um, she was also in a Christmas movie. Oh, darn. I was going to write it down. She was in a Christmas movie with a guy where they like were a duo, a singing duo, and then they split up and then they came back. They found each other again. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So she, she has a great voice, Shaylee Rose. And um, Jeremy Jordan. I was thinking Jeremy Jordan is just a consistent. He's a great singer, performer. He actually was in a movie similar like had the gospel choir type of feel called a joyful noise in 2012. So that's probably why I thought of him, but I, I just don't know this other guy, um, Darnell Brooks, who I loved in a winter getaway. He was funny. He was sarcastic. He was great. I just don't know if he sings. I couldn't find like info anywhere. Like he's an, obviously an actor. He's obviously like, Mm -hmm. you know, really talented that way, but I just don't know if he sings. Well, you better learn because we just cast him in this movie. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better learn. Um, so, I love the idea. Oh. Her father too. Her father and this minister at this church. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think it could be really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought of um, it being set in Alabama. Ooh, sure, Alabama. I mean, I'm from Chicago. I was kind of thinking of uh, one of the neighborhoods here in Chicago, but gotcha. Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking Alabama because like the, the, I think nature, that's probably where I was coming from because there were a few towns that were really heavily damaged by a lot of these like um, tornadoes and stuff. I yeah. know, I think Hallmark oh, yeah. did some kind of like restore the neighborhood type of oh. show during Christmas a few years ago for a hard hit town in Alabama. Yeah. I think Hopefully I'm not making that up, but, but yeah, that was something that I kind of thought of was like, um, yeah. yeah, maybe like the gospel choir. Cause you know, down here, we love our gospel music. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Exactly. Yep. Oh, real quick, Casey. I looked it up while Carrie was talking. It Oliver's pageant is called let happen and nature sing. <laughs> that's funny. I don't Fine. watch, I don't watch signs of deliverance. So. all right so um this round our winner overwhelmingly was let heaven and nature sing (laughs) now i gotta say i read dan all of our my husband all about the synopsis and that was the one where he was like yeah that one's gonna be the hallmark movie coming from a not a hallmark husband (laughs) (laughs) thanks dan i I, you have faith i know it (laughs) carrie gotta get writing on that christmas movie i gotta get Mm -hmm. going (laughs) all right so the final round we have young at heart versus you are the music in me versus let heaven and nature sing i now have the results here i can't see them but I, it's on my computer. I'm going to click this button 
<laughs> need a drum roll. Rachel, you should enter a drum roll. And if you're kind of like wondering why I'm yelling out to Rachel, it's because she's editing this. <laughs> <laughs> so drum roll, please. <laughs> the winner of the Music Pitch Movie Fest <laughs> 2021 is Young at Heart. Woo! I'm so so chopping for the win. We're chopping for the win. That is so great. Aw. Congratulations, Carrie. Thanks. I pass my crown to you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I accept. I will try to defend it in 2022. (laughs) I know. I got to get like Julie um, or. Julie or Nina or you know Michael I just met Michael um, who writes Hallmark movies you know I got to get them on the phone and I'm gonna pitch these (laughs) (laughs) yes yes call your have your people call their people my people are gonna call their people (laughs) and then we're gonna pitch young at heart that's great (laughs) boom done it's gonna be a movie in 2024 (laughs) it's gonna happen it's gonna gonna happen young at heart super fun so fun someday (laughs) all right you all I hope you enjoyed our episode today we had so much fun coming up with these pitches and we are so grateful for our patrons who voted and who gave um gave their votes and everything and we hope that you all enjoy this one and by the way if you're not a patron of the Hallmarkies patron group be sure you can be sure to join it's about two dollars a month and I can say they have a lot of fun. You never know what kind of perks come up. For example, mm-hmm. the patrons got to the patrons got to have a little chat with uh, Michael Damien and Lacey Chabert Lacey. herself for a good half hour, um, and like <laughs> that is so fetch. So, <laughs> so fetch. It was so fetch. <laughs> Absolutely, to make fetch happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> So we did not make her say that. We did not. We all didn't make her say that. But we did not make her say it. (laughs) The important part. (laughs) Well, we hope you all have a great day. Be sure you follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Podcast, wherever the Hallmarkies Podcast is, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, (laughs) all the things. So follow us there. Check out our merch store. Check out our all our stuff. We have something for everybody Mm -hmm. and. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, or YouTube and um, iTunes. That's what I was trying to say. So. <laughs> and let us know. Let us know what movies, after you heard a little bit more about the synopsis and the yeah. casting and stuff, who would you cast in some of these? Um, what would you What would you want to watch? What was your favorite? So let us know in comments. Yeah. Yes. All right. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.